1: President Trump's former Deputy National Security Advisor. She is also at the Heritage Foundation as a senior fellow in the Thatcher Center. Lucky her. And joining us now is Victoria Coates. Victoria, great to have you here on the show.
0: Thank you, Rita. It's
1: good to be with another Iron Lady. Oh, thank you so much. I love that line. I love that. By the way, I I wish I had met Margaret Thatcher. Did you ever have the, the pleasure of meeting her?
0: I did not, but Nile Gardner, who's my boss at the Thatcher Center, was a senior aide to to Lady Thatcher, and so her legacy is very much alive with us here at the Thatcher Center.
1: Absolutely. And and Nile is so great. You have to give him my best. Um, you know, you're you wrote this great article, um, Victoria, where you talked about rising energy prices. First, let me know your thoughts on how big of an impact you think it's going to have. Um, And even maybe both sides, Democrats and Republicans, deeply frustrated. What impact could it have on the midterms? Because given the developments now, if things stay as is and the Saudis do do this cut um, and don't increase it, you know, keep it as is, uh, that is definitely affecting our prices. How is that going to affect the midterm elections? Well, I'll tell you that the polling that that piece is based
0: on is from four weeks ago when, and I've never seen polling like this where everybody said over 60%, every demographic, every age, regardless of your party, regardless of your ethnicity, regardless where you were from, everybody said that their buying patterns had been affected by energy costs that they were not buying other things because energy had become so expensive. And that means to me the entire country is feeling this pain.
1: Yeah, and that's a great point. On,
0: yeah, and, and I just, I, I, you and I look at a lot of polling. I mean, I've just never seen anything that went over 60% for every demographic. Like everybody's feeling this. So you would think, the president and the administration would want to alleviate that distress which would mean to my mind drilling here at home you know that we would want to maximize production but for them it meant that you would want to go to the Saudis and the problem is the president demonized the Saudis I was in Riyadh in the fall of 2020 when the president now president referred as then candidate Biden to Saudi Arabia as a pariah, the shock went through the kingdom. I mean, they, they weren't, I mean, nobody knew what to do with that. And now he wants them to produce more oil on his demand. It just doesn't work like that.
1: Right. You know it shows also, and Victoria uh, Coates, the former Trump deputy national security advisor Victoria, it also shows, sadly, and this breaks my heart as an American, it shows that people overseas, or at least the Saudis and some others clearly, see this president as weak. And they don't really feel like they have to respond to him because they're not responding to his wishes on anything.
0: No, not at all. and nor. I mean, you know, it, it's painful to me because I, I would love to be able to say to them, you know, we can make this better. I can't. Right now, but but they're correct that the administration has been so hostile. And I would go back to March of 2021 when the Biden administration took the Houthi, which are the quote unquote rebels in Yemen off the foreign terrorist organization list. Let them just continue to lob missiles into Saudi Arabia. The Saudis asked for security help. And how did they respond? They pulled the Patriot batteries out of Saudi Arabia. So they basically said to the Saudis, you're on your own. And I think that's the message we got back from the Saudis last week.
1: Yeah, you are on your own. And how interesting is it, this report? Um, and in fact, uh, Victoria, we're going to be going to a quick break here. we got a hard break. But mm-hmm. can I ask you a favor? Can you stay with us? Sure. That'd be great, because we're going to continue with you after the break, because I want to ask you specifically about this report that basically says, oh, yeah, wait until, you know, if you can wait until after the election, basically, or wait until December. And the Saudis said, oh, you know what? Too bad. Um, the other issue, too, and that is stunning, is that this president refuses to change his policies. It's like no matter what, he refuses and he absolutely is not budging. In fact, he's touting green energy at the time when we're all like panicking when we go to the pumps. We're going to talk about all of that. Take your calls, everybody. one 800 And we continue now with Victoria Coates. She is President Trump's former deputy national security advisor, also at the Heritage Foundation as a senior fellow in the Thatcher Center. Uh, You know, it's stunning, Victoria. When I played that comment um, that I just played from Brian Deese, um, the fact that he was out there basically, and his quote is, the ultimate goal is to get Americans off of fossil fuels so the quicker we can get there, the better in other words, like a forced policy by this administration, no matter how much pain we all take as a result of it.
0: Well, and Rita, I just want to go back a, a quick click. And thank you so much for doing that backing the blue segment. I'm coming to you tonight from Philadelphia. Those officers are in all of our prayers tonight for their heroism, what they're doing to to keep us safe. And the fact that you would use your platform to do to, uh, broadcast their, their situation means the world to us. So thank you personally from the bottom of my heart for,
1: for doing that. Thank you. And our prayers are with uh, Philadelphia and all our great men and women in blue. They need our support. And, and I know you are so supportive of them too, Victoria. It's my honor to do it.
0: A hundred percent. Now, you know, to this point, it's amazing when someone like Brian Dee says the quiet part out loud, which is they want us to go into this kind of dark night that they're creating for us energy-wise. If we were to do what they have proposed in terms of going into renewables and not using natural gas, not going toward hydrogen, civil nuclear, it would be the first time in human history when we went to a less dense energy source voluntarily. And let that sink into your viewers, your listeners rather, that that for the first time, we would be going backwards. We would be devolving into an area where you can't count on the lights turning on when you flick a switch. You can't count on your car starting. That's what they want to have happen. And that's what these policies are are geared toward. And Brian Deese said it out loud. Like, this is what we want. We want you to have to depend on renewables. We're going to force you into an electric car, but you can't charge it." it. It's ridiculous. And no American in 2022 should be energy vulnerable.
1: One thousand percent. And, you know, the thing, too, with the whole thing, with the energy, with the cars, with the electric cars, we saw in Florida, sadly, during the hurricane, guess what? A lot of the electric cars wouldn't start because they got flooded in the rain. And then how about, you know, Gavin Newsom at the same time sitting there telling everybody, oh, yeah, use electric cars. We want you to get electric cars, spend sixty three thousand or whatever it is about to get them. But don't do it this weekend because we need to save the electricity. I mean, this is ludicrous.
0: Oh no, it's crazy. And we had it uh, uh, 18 months ago in Virginia when we had the big snow, and all the electric vehicles just got stuck by the side of the road, and you can't get a can of something to fill them up. There's no way to restart them, so that's what created the giant, uh, the giant traffic jam. And it's 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 just mind-boggling that we can't come up with a reasonable strategy to, I mean, no one wants to hurt the environment. We all want a cleaner environment. Natural gas is the path to that cleaner environment. The clean use of of oil and coal is the path to that cleaner environment. And what you can't get any of, of the administration to listen to is how do we create that, that reasonable path? They just want to go to, you know, to zero immediately. And they don't care how
1: much we suffer. Yeah, that's the issue, um, that they don't care how much we suffer. They don't care how much other people do not want it. Uh, you know, they've got a, a niche group that clearly want this no matter how much punishment. And what's astounding to me, Victoria, clearly it's a bad choice to begin with. But given all the dynamics that are happening right now, wouldn't you think he could, you know, he could almost use it as an excuse, even if he doesn't believe it. But he could sit there and say, because of what's happening with Russia, because of all the issues with Europe, because of all this, I'm going to temporarily, you know, open up the spigots in America. I'm going to start doing this just because, given the dynamics, we'll go back to the climate issue at some point. But, I mean, he won't even give that. He'd rather have us be in a dire strait. And in a like in a in a spiral, that's like a death spiral for America and Europe with everything going on with Russia. And just think about if Russia was not selling its oil right now, if we were selling our oil, we would be making so much money. Victoria, I get so angry because I sit there and I think if we stayed the course, all he had to do was stay the course that Donald Trump gave him. He set the pathway. You were there during Trump's administration, Victoria Coates. He just had to continue that policy. And had he continued that policy, we, America, would be making so much money. We would be selling oil to our allies and our friends. They would be supported. We wouldn't be begging from the Saudis. We wouldn't be begging from anybody. And guess what? Russia wouldn't be rich to be able to supply its war machine to be slaughtering Ukrainians. That's all 100 percent
0: correct. And what's What's so sad to me is, as I said, I'm coming to you from Philadelphia. I was out in the west of Pennsylvania this week, out in Oil City, which has the former headquarters of Standard Oil, among other places, and Titusville, which should have a bunch of small producers just going like nuts right now. Uh, those are the people who have the wells that you could start up or or slow down depending on prices. Given the prices right now, these guys should just be drilling. Twenty four seven. None of those drills are operating. That's a travesty. Asked, or, I know. And I asked our local producers, "Why are you not producing?" They said, "Because we're going to get sued." We know what this administration is going to do to us. It's like a slow ban, uh, a quiet ban. They they are watching us, and if we start up, you know, we're they're going to come after us. So the administration is stopping. The our, our private sector that wants to help us right now from producing. And you have all the small guys, and these are the people who would say, okay, this is a boon time. I mean, these are boom bust people. They're like, you go through two or three years where you're making a ton of money. You go through five years where you're not making a lot of money. And they, you know, adjust accordingly. They're not making their money right now. Because they're not producing. And there were some statistics on Bloomberg today that the projection that the administration had put out that, oh, yes, yes, we're producing at
1: normal levels is is not right. By the way, you're you're very kind, because as soon as I remember when they made that comment today, Victoria, I was like, (laughs) what a lie. I was like that. I use the phrase hogwash. That's a nice way to say Mm -hmm. it. Um, 100%. But it's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Victoria, you are terrific, and we're so grateful, and especially, again, our thoughts and prayers are with everybody there in Pennsylvania um, with the police officers. We just pray that they recuperate soon, Um, and we pray that we get our fossil fuel industry so the good folks there in Pennsylvania and elsewhere can start opening up the spigots because I, I agree it is so important for America and for our Global security on so many levels. The great Victoria Coates, uh, win now with the Heritage Foundation, former Trump Deputy National Security Advisor. Great to have you here. Thank you, Rita. Take care. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority gold is that